Good afternoon. Welcome to On Target. We're broadcasting live from the studios of LEPD Firearms Range and Training Facility. That's located at 999 Bethel Road. I'm your host, Eric, along with my father, Phil. Guys, have you seen the promotion for our spot that we're doing with Channel 6 on Monday? And that is incredible. I did. It is incredible. I mean, it's a, and it deserves all the attention. I mean, this, this program, I think once people really get to know about it, everyone's going to want to take it. It really is. It doesn't involve actual shooting, but it is that. Right. It's that awareness that you need to be aware Actually, of. I have uh, 10 to 12 ladies lined up for the next one. Oh, do you really? Yeah. It is a yeah. great, great class. Uh, this particular one, myself and one of our instructors, Mark, taught it. And uh, it's premiering on uh, on the 11 o'clock news Monday, this Monday on Channel 6. You can go out there to our website, though. The promo is for it out there. And it's kind of – I was telling these guys – you know, we did it, but I, it, it was the promo was so good. I kind of wanted to see it. <laughs> it really, you know? is, really is good. And I know it could be belated, but it'd be a great uh, Mother's Day uh, gift uh, after the fact uh, to get uh, the ladies and daughters uh, into the situational awareness class. It's a really excellent, excellent, excellent. It is. Well, we are the owners of LAPD Firearms Range and Training Facility and our active law enforcement. But for one hour on Saturdays. We put together a group of firearm experts to discuss new products in the market, training tips, and oftentimes political topics surrounding the Second Amendment. Our commitment, though, is always to bring you the facts about our industry and ultimately help our listeners and our customers with safe, responsible ownership of firearms. Today on the show, guys, actually, before we jump into what we're doing today... Um, we don't have Ronnie today, but somebody has jumped on with the headsets. and uh, Someone just as big as Ronnie. That is... Uh, better big, looking, though. Yeah, yeah, Big Ed. And better looking. Big Ed. You, go. you know, Ed, we were talking the other day. Um, you, of course, I think are the president still, right, of, of the Blue Knights? Yes. Blue Knights Ohio Five. Right. And this is uh, an organization mostly made up of uh, current and former law enforcement. And you do a lot of charity stuff. You meet here monthly. But you have a extremely big event coming up in a couple months that uh, is definitely worth jumping on board with. Yeah, i got a special announcement. We're going to have a uh, fully police-escorted motorcycle event ride. It's going to go from Harley-Davidson out on 3637. And we're going to leave there and go through Sunbury, into Genoa Township, into Westerville. And this is all for the fallen officers in the last year and a half. This is to honor them. All the proceeds are going to go towards the fallen officers' families. And again, we're going to go into Westerville. We're going to take off from there, go to Worthington, up into Hilliard. And then we're going to end up back over at the Harry Buffalo on 161 and Sunbury Road. We're going to have a big party there with an auction. It's going to be a lot of fun. Right. And we're selling some of the raffle tickets here. There's a couple uh, gun giveaways. They're, they're giving, you're giving away a Harley, right? Yep. We've got wow. a 2018 Harley Iron we're going to be raffling off. Wow. Um, That'd be too big winner. for us, Eric. That's right. <laughs> Only uh, 750 tickets on that being sold, so your odds are pretty good at hitting it. Right, and you know what? We we talk about this all the time. You know, it, it is it's easy to back local law enforcement in those times of needs and with the tragedies that happen in Westerville. But but we need to do it all the time. Yes, we and do. this is a perfect event uh, to do it to keep uh, top of mind that that these families you know put their loved ones in harm's way every night and every day when they go out. And it's a great way to do it. It's a fun thing to do, and uh, you'll certainly hear more about it here in the next couple months. We're selling some of the raffle tickets here. Definitely something to get involved. Absolutely, with. I appreciate. What's you the date of that right again? It's on July twenty second. July twenty second. All right. Put so it on your schedule, folks. There'll be plenty of time for everybody to spend the day with us. Great, Excellent. great. Will you stop back between now and then? You absolutely will. Right, I will. Thanks, All right. Eric. Hey, thanks, Big Ed. Be safe out there. You bet. Take uh, care. That is uh, Big Ed. And uh, you know what? It, you guys, you just can't, uh, you can't do enough to support local law enforcement. Obviously, we're involved in it here, but uh, it, it really needs to be top of the mind all the time. And so, uh, see you, Big Ed. 
So today on the show, though, we welcome back a special guest who is truly an expert in his field. It's actually been, I, I don't know if I told you this, that it's been one year to the day since he's been on with us well, before. To the day. Um, we, we don't get to talk about AK-47s very much, but when we do, we bring back our good friend uh, Vince Buckles. And he is, of course, um, owner of Mesa Kinetics, does a lot of work, has done a lot of work on the Discovery Channel, and he's one of the foremost experts in the country when it comes to AK-47s. But that is not what he is limited to. He has right. a lot of knowledge on the ARs and uh, just, uh, just just it's great, if you read his bio, just a, a lot of experience. Really good guy. It is. That's coming up at one thirty-five. Before that, JC is going to get us caught up on the news of the day. And there's one story we mentioned last week. We kind of teased it last week. That we're going to take some time to talk about, JC, because it is important. The, the facts and statistics around it will amaze you. And what's even more amazing is that it hasn't been put out there anywhere. Oh, it actually has been buried uh, by the uh, Clinton administration and Obama administration because really? they don't want you to know yeah. about it. Yet your tax dollars paid for well, these studies. Yeah, so. you got that. You know, Eric, I, you know, I, we try to cram a lot in this one hour and everything. But I, I like to start up a new segment, too. Stupid quotes by politicians and movie stars. Do you know what? We actually did a whole show on that a couple years ago. But what, you have a, a fresh one? Well, I, yeah. You know, you just... <laughs> You know, just like, well, of course, not the fresh one, but let me just give you one that's been out there. Uh, Well, you know, my shotgun will do better for you than your AR-15, because if you want to keep someone away from your house, just fire the shotgun through the door. Because that's the safe, responsible (coughs) thing to do. That is, yeah. Yeah. And now, that's an old one. So that had to be said by someone who is is of low... um, Is not out there at all, has no influence or anything. Was was that guy, was he anybody? Vice President Joe Biden. Oh, Um, yeah. yeah. And I I hope he didn't hear the words trick-or-treat right before he Uh, fired. uh, Yeah. yeah. uh, But, but yeah, there's, there's bunches of them out there. They come... Uh, fast and, and a furious uh, every day. So I think we ought to have that. Well, he's also the one who said that when he racks the slide on no, his dub, double barrel that we talked about that, that last yep. week. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. You sure. know what? We may, we may need to bring that signal back and stuff. <laughs> I have some of those that I keep throwing in a, a file. I, I bet we have enough for a show now. now as long as there are politicians, you're going to have stupid <laughs> comments about well, politician that shows. And so. that and actors, you know? <laughs> yeah, because they know best, right? Sure. So we're also going to get to uh, potentially my gun of the week, if we, if time permits. This is one we've uh, it's been the gun this of the month. One, yeah, this is one that's been put off for about four weeks now. I think. It has, it has been. We like to also thank our sponsors: Rampart Hosting, Toyota West, Jackson Lawn Care and Egress Windows, Clean Water Systems, The Trigger Group, our friends over at Blackwing Shooting Center. River's Edge Cutlery, right here in our own complex. You can't come to LEPD without going to River's Edge. Uh, they're just sitting right there beside us. CNS Engraving, also a great partner. Uh, check out our sign in our entranceway, and you'll mm, see just some beautiful. of the wonderful work that beautiful. they do. Joining me today in the LEPD studio is JC from the sales team. Did you see JC? I don't know if you saw this or not. It was sitting on my desk. Did you see the gift from Dad for my well, birthday last I, week? I actually saw it just uh, like that in the holster. I did not have the pleasure of uh, – and when I heard it was a birthday gift, I kept saying, well, my birthday was on February 10th, and I don't remember him getting me anything. I love the dark grips on that. I don't know whether that came that way or – but, I mean, I, yeah, I love probably it. Probably a darker walnut, but over time – but although it does, it looks like it hardly – what I really like is the Tyler T – grip uh, insert there. It, uh, yeah. those, those are, I think that's still a viable uh, yeah. addition to your actually, gun. Beautiful gun. Beautiful. Actually, I'm ashamed to say that I uh, saw that the other day in my gun safe, 
and I forgot that I had it. Now, I mean, that's now is that having too many guns? <laughs> Those are the things you need to give to me. And, yeah. <laughs> and see, the beautiful part about this is yeah. in the next 21 days, as you fret over giving it to me as a gift, uh-huh. I can simply give it back give to you back on to your me. birthday here and in a couple weeks. how many and times have we done go. that? Yeah. How many times have we switched around <laughs> firearms? That's a beautiful yeah. it's Model a, 36. It's occurred a few times. The since, chief special. Yeah. Since to my left, my father and co-owner Phil. Pablo, did you see, this came out right after the show last week. We had a uh, listener email us um, to alert us that Worthington City Council on Monday was going to vote whether to send a letter uh, to their state representative on um, banning assault weapons, magazines, and all kinds of other stuff. And they were going to have a city council meeting. Didn't get a lot of press until we jumped in. And uh, we put it out there on our Facebook page. Got 5,000 hits real quick. And needless to say, it was very well attended for people uh, in support of the Second Amendment yep. to show up and say. Unfortunately, at the end of the day, they saw all those uh, people in attendance, and they still decided to sign the letter <laughs> and send it to the state uh, senator. Now, it, it, for all intents and purposes, <laughs> it's symbolic yes. in nature. It's not going to go anywhere, but they also wanted to um, to petition the state to do away with the presumption law, which would, uh, in, in essence, allow any of these small communities to supersede state law and put, you know, a, a ban in place where it wouldn't be in another city. And that's why they passed well, that law to begin with. And there are several suits out there. I know yeah. that the uh, at least a couple by the Buckeye Firearms Association where Cincinnati said, hey, we're going to ban this, we're going to ban this. And they said, you can't do that. You can't supersede state law in Ohio. And uh, that is the way it should well, be. So. You know, the Second Amendment only protects the people who want all the guns they can have. The rest of us... Uh, we have no Second Amendment, uh, so what are so what are they supposed to do now? Who do you think said that? Some uh, Democratic uh, representative, yeah, yeah, politician, uh, Louise Slaughter. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, should take the time to read the Constitution and maybe why they yeah. came up with that to begin with. The, yeah. the thing that amazes me on these small cities, and I know Arlington talked about it recently too. If you play it through for a moment and you say. We have decided in our city we're going to ban an assault weapon, whatever that definition is, because I don't know yeah, what that is. There is but, no assault weapon. So let's, just a made up let's just term. say we're, we're banning that fictitious group of arms. Do they really think in their heart of hearts that the criminal is going to stop at the city line and say, wait a second, we can't do any crime in the city with an assault weapon because it's banned? I mean, well, well, it isn't that what criminals yeah. always do? They look at, oh, wait, no right. guns allowed here. That I guess signs I can't and everything. That. Have you yeah. kept up on the. Um, the proposal in, in uh, Oregon. Uh, well, I mean, there's so many of these yeah. proposals out there now that I kind of lose track. But, but, but they want to have a proposal where it, you require the gun owners to surrender their assault-style weapons, okay, or to have them registered by the local police. So, you know, surrender your guns. Right. You know? It's, uh, just, a, it's mean, amazing. It's just, it's, just uh, it's a constant bombardment of these proposals made by people that don't have a clue what's going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just just a reaction. And and we know that the federal government's own statistics show that these crimes are dropping. Uh, The use of it's dropping. Uh, Like you said uh, in the previous year, uh, they had only 800. Well, I'm going to say only, so I don't want to lessen this. But in the United States, with about 330 million people, there were 880 
deaths caused by rifles. That includes accidental I, shooting, I think, hunting. Oh, okay. It yep. includes everything. Not We're not talking murders. We're talking just, right. just deaths by that. And if you look at the number of teenagers that die because of cell phone usage on the highway, uh, it is staggering. Yet they want to get, oh, let these little kids go out there and let's let's say we don't need these things. Well, how about taking their cell phones away? Huh? How about, uh, how about <laughs> social media, which is I think is, is a uh, it's just yeah. disgrace. It is. It yeah. is. It is. Well, if you want to jump in on the conversation at any point today, the number is 614-821-986. If you missed the show, our podcast is out there every week. It's on iTunes. It's also on iHeartMedia, also on the 610 WTVN website. We're on Facebook. Each week, you can see our mugs. Uh, you can chime mm. in and ask a question. Uh, see the gun of the week uh, before it happens. That's all on Facebook at LEPD Firearms and Range. And um, he's thinking about taking that back. I know <laughs> it. I see it. JC, we have uh, just a second here. You have a good uh, short news story before we take a break and come back to uh, oh, one of the bigger a, stories. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, too many stories, but I'll just give a couple good ones. I'm going to continue to say do not shop at Dick's Sporting Goods or Field and Stream. And I shop there all the time, and fishing season's coming up. They have now hired lobbyists. They have hired lobbyists to uh, promote additional gun control besides the, you know, where they went out and said, I'm going to the police forces. We've talked about this, where they destroyed all of these, um, uh, their, their AR-15 uh, style rifles and got rid of all their cleaning equipment, got rid of everything. And now they're hiring gun lobbyists. So every time you buy anything from Dick's Sporting Goods or from Field and Stream, that money's going to pay uh, lobbyists who are trying to take away our ability to own firearms and, and, they, and really override the Second Amendment. So, even if you're not into guns, if you're into the Second Amendment, just don't shop there. There are a lot of other places obviously, to spend your money. Obviously, Dix does not know the first law of holes, you know, and this is by philosopher Will Rogers, okay? Uh, if you man. find yourself in a hole, stop digging. In <laughs> other words, don't make a bad decision worse by expanding it with the hope that you will eventually extricate yourself out, you know? The hole will just get deeper. Right. And this hole now has, has gotten to the point where Springfield Arms, Mossberg. Mossberg, uh, during the day after High Point. Yep. High Point uh, has pulled out and not going to sell. And then Mossberg, who's actually owned, the CEO's name is Ivor Mossberg, just said, look, these people are going against the Second Amendment and actually spending money uh, to hire lobbyists uh, to promote gun control. So he said, we just don't want to be associated with those folks. And I hope... Every uh, industry that believes firmly in our Constitution, our Constitution, the whole thing, yep. um, you know, uh, stops doing business. And you have to support no, those industries that that support us. And you know, in recent times, Dix, Field and Stream, Yeti, all those guys have have kind of shown their true colors. And so we need to make sure that we support those who support us. Mm-hmm. When we come back from the break, we're going to go to a couple other uh, bits of news. JC has a story that is just phenomenal. I'm sure you haven't heard it before. The stats on it are staggering, mm. but it's worth mentioning. It certainly is. Right when we come back, we're on target. We're broadcasting live from the studios of LEPD Firearms Range and Training Facility. We'll be right back after the break. Your ABC 6 first warning weather for today. Sunshine early, then clouds thicken and scattered. Afternoon storms are likely high of 80. Tonight, scattered showers and storms again likely a mild low of 60 degrees for Sunday, mostly cloudy with scattered showers. Once again, storms are likely later in the day, high of 78. It is currently a warm 85 degrees on your severe weather station. News Radio 610 WTVN.
Welcome back to On Target. I'm your host, Eric. Joined today in the LAPD studios, my father, co-owner Phil, JC, who makes up the sales team. Ronnie is out on assignment. We play a little Jimi Hendrix there for our good friend Dave, who's back in town from Florida. And I'll tell you what, uh, we didn't recognize him. If you, any of you have been to our store and uh, seen him uh, in past years, he does not look the same as he once did. We'll leave no, it at he that. Didn't. He looks better. He looks great. So he's got long and, long and curly locks I now, wouldn't say so. that he looks great. Well, he never really looked good. You know, he might look like Fabio, or at least that's yeah. what he's trying to look like. Yeah. I don't he looks know. like Fabio. We, or we gave him a chance to put the headsets on. He chose not to, so we can talk about him. Yep. So, JC, we were talking about some new stuff. Before we get to that, I want to um, touch base on next week. Next week, we're going to go over some of the new products that came out at the NRA convention last week. Always a fun time to talk about that. Oh, yeah. And uh, also going to finally get into the discussion about knives a little bit. That's good. That would be next week. I do have to apologize, though, too. We got called out this week on Facebook, uh, one of the posts we put out there. And actually, I think the gentleman was responding to our show. And he says, guys, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying. But you can't categorize all Democrats or all liberals as people who don't support you in the Second Amendment. He says there are there are us who who do, and and so that and that is a great point. I mean, it's just like it would be like them uh, throwing all of us in the same uh, category as well. So we do definitely appreciate that, and it's certainly not our intent to you know have a, a broad brush there and, and and everything. So yeah, I thought you were going to mention the fact that we talk about revolvers and things that well, come yeah, in the that's, store. That's, that's what and you're that, talking and, about. And we tell the folks, and then we buy them ourselves. <laughs> you know, it's, we got we got yelled at about that. Too, this week. So, JC, there's been a story that we've been kicking around for the last couple of weeks. The, the statistics on it are phenomenal, and it's something that, that never really got published, and it was done by our own government. Yes. Um, tell us a little bit about what this study was and, and how it evolved. Right, we mentioned this last week. There's been this, uh, and I've used statistics from this gentleman for a long time. There's a professor emeritus at Florida State University whose name is Gary Kleck, and that's K-L-E-C-K. Someone called in last week, asked what his name was, how do you spell it? And uh, uh, he and his partner, uh, Mark Gertz, uh, have done studies over the past on, on uh, firearms, uh, violence, crime. Uh, and uh, he released, in, now get this, 93, a long time ago, but he released uh, results from a, a really uh, excellent survey uh, that showed that, this is it's unbelievable, that every year in the 90s, they believe that there have been more than 2.2 million Defensive gun uses, they call them DGUs, everything has to have a three-letter initial, but defensive gun uses. Not that guns were fired, but uh, the the question that was asked um, was, during the last 12 months, have you confronted another person with a firearm, even if you didn't fire it, to protect yourself, your property, or someone else? That was the general question, and it went out as a nationwide question. The statistics that he used in the in the procedures have been just so documented as being excellent, even from anti-gun people because of the methods he used. But think about that, folks. 2.2 million times on the average. And this was in the 90s, okay? Well, of course, the anti-gun people, uh, you know, saw this and went, ah, oh, this is just really biased, uh, uh, you know, and this is really, really wrong. And a couple of people that ran a, um, uh, a, a gun control, uh, anti-gun blog, as I should say, Put out in a news article that oh this is this is a big scam so uh, that's kind of where it ended where his word against what they thought was just unbiased well secretly the <laughs> this is just crazy our federally they get 11 billion dollars a year by the way of our tax dollars the Center for Disease Control 
uh, decided that, hey, we should take a look at this because maybe we can, yeah, jump on this one too. So they did a studies, surveys in 1996, 97, and 98, and the results were they found that that was the same number they came up with, between 2.2 and 2.3 million defensive gun uses per year in the United States. Uh, and they went, well, we don't want people to know that people are actually carrying guns and using them and actually defending their lives and their and their families with this stuff. So what did they do? The right thing, right? They, they buried it. They didn't announce it. They just, they. <laughs> I like what one person said. If, they, if you think that the NRA stifles research into firearms use, the Clinton area Centers for Disease Control buried it in the backyard and then burned the map <laughs> to get mm-hmm. there. So they did this. They had this knowledge, and they didn't want you to know. So in the Clinton era and the Obama era, this information was out there. Well, in April, just, just this April, um, uh, probably, and this is my words, not his, probably through uh, the uh, Freedom of Information Act, he got this, this inf- found out, hey, they did the study. They found out the same thing I did. And then now the debate came out where they, the, the CDC said, well, we only surveyed 15 states. And the 15 states that they chose, um, they, were, they were scattered. I mean, New York was one of them, Florida was one, and some of the others. They said it represented about 27% of the population in the United States for their figures, and they said it wasn't the whole nation. So he said, well, you know what? Since this time, concealed carry has just blown up across the United States, um, and uh, uh, there are about uh, 2.7 million concealed carry holders that are here now that weren't when these statistics were. So obviously you have a more opportunity when you're carrying to defend yourself with it. So uh, uh, Professor so Meredith Gleck thinks that the figures actually, when he redoes them now, should be higher. It should be higher, In much the, yeah. higher for defensive usage. And they don't want you to know this. Right. So it, it just goes to show that just because you carry a firearm legally with a CHL, and if you ever had to pull it, it doesn't mean people are pulling the trigger. I mean, you're de-escalating the situation without having to do that. It's a huge, that's a huge study. And and another study that he did uh, uh, showed that uh, on the average that um, uh, where guns were used in a a situation, only 8% of the time were they actually fired. 92% of the time, the presence of the firearm was enough to destroy the attacker. One Uh, more time, how do you spell the guy's last name? Kleck, K-L-E-C-K, and his partner was Mark Gertz, uh, G-E-R-T-Z. Uh, Florida State University. He's done books and everything from the 90s on up. But uh, you need right. to check this out, folks. Definitely. Go our, check uh, out this study out there. When we come back after the bottom of the hour news, we're going to get to a good friend of ours, Vince Buckles, who knows everything about the AK-47. hope I didn't build him up too big there. Yeah. We're going to get into some of his favorites and uh, what to look for if you're in the market for a new AK-47. We're on target. Broadcasting live from the studios of LEPD Firearms and Range. We'll be back right after the break. Target and co-owner of LEPD Firearms and Range. When we opened our store, the smell from our water was awful at times. Employees didn't want to wash their hands and drinking was not an option. We decided to call Clean Water Systems. Just incredible what they were able to do to make our water usable. Not only have we lost the bad odor, except for Ronnie the gunsmith, the employees are actually drinking and making coffee with it every day. Whether you have well water, high lead levels, or just want a drinking water better purified than bottled water, call our friend at Clean Water Systems. 888-851-7222. Everyone deserves clean water. 
Hey, this is Paul Paul from On Target. Around the store, I'm known as a tough guy and the enforcer. I usually don't do commercials. However, when it comes to our new sponsor, Toyota West, I told Eric this is all mine. Since the late 1980s, I have been going to Toyota West for all of my new car and truck purchases. They are located at 270 and Georgesville Road. My main man there is Dean, who has been with the dealership over 13 years. That's got to say something for the caliber, excuse the pun, and experience you'll find at Toyota West. In the market for a new or used vehicle? Don't screw up. Go visit Toyota West. Tell them Paul Paul sent you. Make your carry firearm unique. There's only one place to go in Central Ohio to have your firearm Cerakoted by professionals. The Trigger Group in Worthington is the only factory trained and certified applicators of Cerakote in Central Ohio. Choose from a patriotic theme, team colors, or simply design your own pistols, slides, grips, rifles, magazines, and much more. Don't trust your firearm to anyone but the experts. Visit their website at thetriggergroup.com to see their work or check out their selection of firearms on Lakeview Plaza in Worthington. Your first firearm purchase or looking to add to your collection? Stop by and check out over 200 used firearms in stock at LEPD Firearms Range and Training Facility on Bethel Road. From modern pistols, old revolvers, to classic rifles, you'll find a wide variety with inventory changing daily. Check out their current used inventory at LEPD.com or stop by the store and experience the best holster selection in Central Ohio. Great deals are waiting for you at LEPD, 999 Bethel Road or on the web at LEPD.com. Live from LEPD Firearms Range and Training Facility, this is On Target. The latest from the firearms industry, the products and politics that affect your hobby and liberty. This program may not be politically correct, but it is On Target. Now, your host, Eric Delbert. Welcome back to On Target. I'm your host, Eric, joined today in the LEPD studios with JC from the sales team. No Ronnie today. He is out on location. I also have to my left... My father and co-owner Phil, with a mouthful of food, but it is—it's no, with fine. good reason today. It is a good reason today because, because a, a big celebration here today. It is. One of our, uh, actually, one part of the family graduated from Ohio State last week, and, uh, and can, she's right back there. Yep. So, so yeah. congratulations to uh, D. Yes, D. Yep, a college graduate now. So we're yep. so lucky to have her as part of the family here. So, guys. AK-47s, we don't talk about it all too often, but when we do, the conversation has to have this next person who's on the phone with us. It's been a year since he's been on with us, although him and I have talked a couple times uh, over the last year. Um, he's the owner of Mesa Kinetic Research. You've probably seen some of his work on Discovery Channel over the year. He's, he's one of the most well-respected gunsmiths when it comes especially to AK-47s, amongst and, other things. And his knowledge is incredible. It so, is. So we'd like to welcome back to the show Vince Buckles. How are you doing, sir? Hey, how are y'all doing today? Great. How's the weather uh, down south there? You know, it's actually pretty decent this week, man. We've had a beautiful spring. It's barely gotten above 90 so far this spring, so I am overjoyed with that, man. Normally by May, I'm hating life for the next few months. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. Well, you know, uh, one of our sales managers just walked by, and he says, make sure you tell him that you he was my inspiration to get into firearms and the gunsmithing. So uh, your, uh, your influence reaches far up here. That's that's awesome, man, and that really made a uh, you know we did a lot of really uh, long hard days with discovery, doing eighteen day eighteen hour days out in the heat, in the middle of wow. August, you know six days a week for you know years on end, and it really makes it worth it to uh, to have done all that when you've got people that were inspired to get into something like uh, the firearms industry because of that work. That's right, and Vince, you have you've do- um, devoted much of your efforts. Around the AK platform, um, tell us a little bit about what, what's your what's your passion? Uh, how did that uh, you know for the AK? Why why the AK? 
Well, um, it, it, I, I dabbled in them for years, and then um, after after Sandy Hook, we really kind of went full bore into those because of the uh, the sudden shortage of uh, AR-15 parts, and so the company really just became almost fully dedicated to that after um, uh, you know the post Sandy Hook gun panic. Uh, and it's always been a gun that I've uh, I've respected and and you know feared uh, in certain circumstances. And, um, uh, it Properly built, it is probably one of the finest lightweight fighting rifles on the planet, and it's it's simple to use, and uh, it's it really goes back to that uh, um, the concept of Occam's razor, where uh, for those in the philosophical community, they'll understand that sometimes all things being equal, sometimes the simplest solution is the best solution, and um, it's it's definitely it's a simple platform that is well built and is capable of doing what it needs to do uh, without any kind of problem. Well, yeah, and that's, you know, that's what we see here. I mean, it's, when you think of the AK, you think of something that just goes and goes. I mean, used Absolutely. in all kinds of harsh conditions, and it just, it, it's a platform that just it, it works. And um, so when you're, when you're looking, if you're a consumer in this industry, um, you know, there's, there's so many AKs out there in the market, and uh, everyone talks about the Chinese ones or the Russian ones. How, how are, you know, the Americans have jumped in the mix now. How are the, the, the American AKs? We see some of the IOs come through and some of the other ones. How are those? Okay, so we've got various different categories here that we're talking about, and a lot of people misunderstand. First, I wanted to define what an American, uh, a fully American-built AK is versus some of the boutique guns that are coming out of shops like mine. Um, these companies that are advertising 100% manufactured in America, um, it's great. I'm glad that that's happening. I'm glad that we're not relying on foreign parts. The problem is is that to reach the price point that the average American consumer expects to pay for a rifle, um, which is under $1,000 on an AK, that's what the average American expects to pay as well under $1,000. You cannot, with American minimum wages, American um, uh, you know, EPA, ATF, all this oversight that we've got, all the government oversight in this country, we cannot do the slave labor thing like in Bulgaria. We cannot have people making, you know, $5 a day building, you know, um, smelting steel and doing all this stuff. So uh, what, what we, we run into is corners must be cut by some of these companies in order to create a product that meets the price point that the consumer expects. And that is unfortunate because that has caused a, a great deal of disdain and mistrust for American-built AKs because corners are cut with metallurgy. They are cut with um, fit and finish. They are cut with, uh, I mean, they're cut by inventing their own dimensional aspects to the barrel dressings. A uh, quick example would be the Century C39 is a milled receiver, but it takes uh, AKM uh, barrel accessories. Um, so, so, yeah, I feel that the American companies have properly grasped what needs to happen, uh, the, the big American companies that are doing this completely in-house have not properly grasped what needs to happen to play rifle in America that is the same quality as um, a Ismatch rifle off the factory floor or a uh, Bulgarian Circle 10 Arsenal rifle off the factory floor. Uh, hey, Vince. It's, it's, Hey Vince, yeah, we're we're uh, losing a connection with you here a little bit. Let uh, I'm going to go for a second to um, to, to off air here, but can uh, can you hang up? Let Scott call you right back and stuff. Maybe we can reestablish that connection. Sure, absolutely. 
Okay. So uh, Scott will call him uh, right back. It's a lot of good stuff. I don't want to miss that. Oh, and no. you know what? That's fascinating to hear him say that the, the American uh, AKs, I mean, it's just an issue of not being able to, to, to build them at the price to build break. them at the price point simply because of how much we pay our, our engineers and staff and what we have to do. So, right. And yeah. we've kind of seen that firsthand. I mean, we've, um, you know, we sell all kinds of, of different AKs here. And the I.O., which we were very excited about and still are, we've had a little bit of an issues with yeah, them. And have, um, yeah. especially when it comes to um, the, the service and, and the turnaround and, and the quality of the parts. So that, that goes um, exactly to what he's saying. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, this is, you know, these are interesting uh, you know, perspectives that you can get on, the, on purchasing these guns. So sometimes it makes it, hey, this thing's made in, you know, in Bulgaria or you know, made in a, in a Slavic country. And it turns out that uh, they actually are better because they can put more money into the product and less money into the employee making it. So, uh, yeah, so right. that, that's, a, that's a good point. This, this is the kind of stuff that I want to hear from Vince because this is uh, he's, he's it is a, and that's stuff that really we, I didn't knowledge. know when he comes back though I'm going to ask him specifically about uh, about the I.O. because it is something that I mean they, they, the, the product looks good I mean from a, a standpoint and uh, we they had we, great trigger <clears throat> pulls they had a lot of things that superficially you would take a look at but um, yeah it really is uh, good to get his, his input on this because He's the man who knows. Okay, well, great. Actually, we're going to jump to a break here, reestablish the connection with Vince, and come back, finish that discussion, and uh, there's a lot of good stuff I want to ask him about his opinion. Uh, when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion with Vince Buckles, uh, foremost expert on AK-47s. We're on target broadcasting live from the studios of LAPD Firearms and Range. We'll be right back after the break. If you're in the market for high-end kitchen knives, tactical blades, or shaving supplies, go to where the professionals shop. River's Edge Cutlery, conveniently located in Hilliard. You'll find some of the best knives from Spyderco, Microtech, Benchmade, and much more. Their one-on-one service and commitment to helping you find the right knife for your needs is unsurpassed. Stop by and see your friends at River's Edge Cutlery. That's riversedgecutlery.com. Recommended by LEPD Firearms. Here we see six first morning weather for today. Sunshine early, then clouds thicken and scattered afternoon storms are possible. High of 80 degrees for tonight. Scattered showers once again and storms are likely mild low of 60 degrees for Sunday. Mostly cloudy and scattered showers and storms once again for Mother's Day. High of 78. It's currently 85 degrees on your severe weather station. News Radio 610 WTVN. Welcome back to On Target. I'm your host, Eric. Joined today in the LEPD studios with my co, my father and co-owner, Phil, JC from the sales team. And we have Vince Buckles back on the line, AK-47 expert. Vince, when we went into break, we were talking about U.S.-made AKs. Yes, sir. Yeah. So uh, basically what I was saying uh, before my connection went bad was that um, basically most of these 100% made in the USA AKs have had serious uh, quality control corners cut to bring it to a price point. So what you've got with the, the, the boutique builders, uh, like myself, Rifle Dynamics, shops like that, uh, we, um, we, have, uh, we, we use uh, a lot of foreign-made parts, a lot of original Bulgarian, uh, Russian parts, things of that nature, Polish parts. But we're using U.S. receivers, U.S. barrels, U.S. fire control, uh, doing all the riveting in-house, all the barrel populating and everything in-house. And that really allows us to have a uh, to spend a lot more time with the rifle to um, to make sure we're using parts that are proper metallurgy to make sure that we've got good fit and finish. They're not being slapped together production line style like at some of these larger companies. So 
I think that that's really where there's been a stigma on these U.S.-made AKs is that they just haven't, the big companies haven't gotten them right yet because they're scared of that $2,000 price point. And that's really to build a rifle 100% in America and build it the way somebody really wants it to last and work for them. That's the price point you're getting at is that $2,000 price point. Right, and it's so true because we've seen, I think, uh, when when you jumped off there for a second, we've seen that here just in our store with uh, some of the IOs, which you know have a great look to them aesthetically. But we've had a couple issues here and there, and, and it's, it goes to exactly what you're saying, and we can see that that uh, lack of quality in some of the parts. Exactly, and uh, you know, IO claims to have made some quality control improvements and some corporate restructuring, but at the end of the day, it's, it's too little too late after you've burnt a reputation that badly. And it's also a fact that just because your engineers or your, uh, your, uh, you know, your business development people come up with a theory, it doesn't mean that you've properly trained every employee and compensated them well enough to make sure that they have good quality control when it leaves their bench. If you're not taking care of your people, if you're not paying them right, if you're not training them right, if you're not supervising them right, you're going to have a crappy product at the end of the day. Right. So, Vince, what's your what's your thoughts on um, like the Wassers and some of the Century Arms ones out there that that aren't necessarily U.S. made, but they're the, the lower end, I guess, as you would call the AK-47 uh, Spectrum? Are they worth are they worth a look at or? Well, the the, Wa- the Wasser ten uh, that was a Romanian built gun that was ri- you know built as a single stack and uh, you know they they converted to a double stack stateside. Um, those, those guns have had various quality over the years because some of them are actual military spec parts and some of them were commercial parts, just kind of depending on the generation of the Wasser. So those are those are kind of hit and miss. But if you can find a solid one for you know five six hundred bucks, it's not a bad little rifle. Um, I would never recommend anybody buy one of the Century RAS 47s or an IO, just because they are just they they are not uh, serious guns. They are if you're only going to pop 500 rounds through it in your lifetime, uh, I guess that's fine. But it is not a gun for any kind of serious training or serious recreational or competition use. Right. So then, if you do, if you if you take that step, you're in a market for something beyond uh, some of those. You know, a lot of the things, and us, we, you know, we know a lot about, uh, a little bit about a lot of things, but when it comes to AK-47s, none of us around here are overly knowledgeable on it. But what comes to mind are some of the old traditional ones, the Polytechs and the Maldives and the Norinkos. Do you have to go to that level, or, or should those guns at this stage of the game be more for the safe and, and you know, not shooting them every day, and, and you should look to get a, a good arsenal or something that is that you can put some rounds through it? Well, okay, so so the old uh, the old Narinkos, man, those are those are total hit and miss as well. Um, I have found uh, out of, I've only bent like three AK barrels in my whole career, and <laughs> one of them was a Yugo, one of them was a high standard barrel, one of them was a Narinko barrel, and there are uh, uh, th- there are some metallurgy some metallurgy and some uh, some tightness with the pins issues on many of those Narinkos. You could generally tap the barrel pin out with a hammer and a punch without much effort. Um, so the Norinko is not the gun that people think it is. They were just relatively well-built guns for their era, but I, it's almost, I wouldn't recommend anybody buy one now as a serious shooter because they haven't imported them since 94. So you're looking at a, you know, 20 plus year old gun that's been shot. Uh, you could have a boutique rifle built that's going to be a much higher, uh, standard of quality than that rifle ever was. Uh, and as far as Arsenal, Arsenal is another one where it's a good foundation. The parts are quality. It's a good foundation, but it's still they got uh, bad finishes. They've got pretty crappy uh, 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 
straightness on their barrel accessories. You got stuff crooked on them all the time. So it's a good foundation, but it's still one of those things you really want to send to somebody that knows what they're doing, have it tuned up, slicked up, uh, better trigger installed. Um, you know, just make it a little more modern and practical. Um, take off some of the stuff that isn't necessary. Put some stuff that is on there. So I, you know, it's it's. If you really want to get into serious training with an AK, the real two routes are boutique rifle or buy an arsenal and have it, uh, uh, you know, kind of have it souped up properly so that you've got a long-lasting fighting rifle. Well, so if you look at, uh, because we have some collectors that come through here, if you're looking just at your opinion, something that is an, an old one that's a collector's one, what's your go-to? Do you have, I mean, is it the Polytech or just an over, in general, off the shelf? If you find one out there for a good price, grab it. What, what, what would you go to? Uh, man, I'll, I'll tell you, probably one of the most reasonably priced ones that were pretty solid built was the Romanian SAR-1. Um, they imported those in the late 90s and early 2000s. That was uh, the double-stack gun while the Wasser was the single-stack. Uh, so it basically, it's, just, it's like a Wasser Plus, if you will. It's a little bit higher end than a Wasser. So they're still a little rough in their fit and finish, but um, generally they make good project guns. And they, make, uh, they make solid little classic looking shooter a lot of the modis are good um i mean buying an unconverted sega sporter and having a shop like ours converted into configuration is a very good way to secure the parts and then you know you can get those guns for five five fifty still and you can secure the parts and then when you're ready you can send it off and have it converted into what you want and you're still getting all those quality uh ismash arsenal parts from russia that's great. We, uh, we're going to jump, uh, Vince, if it's okay with you, to one of the callers on the line. Uh, Jonathan, you're on with On Target and Vince Buckles. How are you, sir? Great. Thank you, Vince. It's always a treat when you come on the show. I'm a big AK fan. Uh, I just wanted to ask really quickly. I noticed China is importing tons of different 12-gauge semi-automatic AK-47 configuration rifles. I looked at the links, and of all of them, that looked like one that was a possibility, but it has its problems. Do you see any of these new imports uh, as worth anything from China? Thanks, thanks for the call, Jonathan. Vince, what, uh, do you see any out there that, uh, that you'd put your stamp on? Oh, we might have oh, lost Vince and Jonathan. Yeah, don't know. Where is it? Well, you know what? It, it is a good question. It's actually, it is, uh, it's one of the questions I had for Vince as well. Because the AK platform uh, has come out in the last couple of years in the 12 gauge, uh, it's been more than a couple of years, I guess. Yeah. So the Sega 12 was was popular, and it was popular at first. But I've I've never heard anyone who said theirs ran, you know, flawlessly. Right. I've heard that that's been an issue. But this new one that we have here, the the Vepper, which is actually a Russian-made AK-47 in a 12 gauge, as apparently is really picked up in the three-gun competition and. Once once choosing competition, if it doesn't work, it doesn't last. I mean, they just right. then and uh, this has been a very very popular one that we have here. But it is made uh, in Russia, and I understand on the same uh, assembly lines that they make their Russian AKs, and uh, and it's called the Vepper. Yeah, Vepper. So Vince, uh, the the caller asked about the um, on the AK platform, the twelve gauge. What's your thoughts on the on those? Well, the the Vepper is an extraordinarily nice version. It's probably the nicest version of all of those. That's you know that's made at the Molot factory where they uh, they make the Molot Vepper rifles as well, and they've uh, they've made RPK seventy fours and everything for years. It's a it's a high quality version of that. I'm not personally a giant fan of the AK action uh, being used as a shotgun, but I've I've done literally hundreds, if not thousands, of Sega conversions. Uh, over the past t- 10 or 15 years. And, 
You know the the the, uh, the links, the Chinese one that just came out that uh, uh, David Fillers that used to own DDI is importing. Uh, those are uh, those are some, those are nice for the price point, man. They really are, and you can tune them up. Uh, they come in uh, in a in a non-sporterized configuration. The Vepers are nice if you want to pay, you know, a thousand dollars plus. Um, it's not really my thing, but we do do a fair amount of customizing, action slicking, gas tuning, stuff like that on those for the guys that need them to be able to run reliably. Yeah, it's good. We, um, we've actually recently got into Vepers. And also, um, there was, um, and this is a completely different price break, but the, the Rock Rivers, um, or the Rock Island, rather. Yeah. And then also, what's the other one, JC? Well, I- is that I-Arms, which is part of the I.O., I'm certain. Uh, at least I'm fairly uh, certain okay. that's the case. So I think we're going to run into the same. But, yeah, we have, we have uh, those also. And, again, it's the price point people look at and go, oh, I can have a 12-gauge taking a magazine for that price. So. Right. So, Vince, you know, we have a couple minutes left here. Tell everyone how would they contact you if they want to get that uh, that ideal AK forty seven that dream gun. And I know last time you were on the show, you actually got a couple customers who who did just that. Tell us a little bit about that process. Okay, yeah, the um, uh, our website, which I will admit the website's not the uh, best uh, portfolio of all our most modern work, but our website is uh, mesakineticresearch.com. Um, all of, most of our photos and stuff and our updates are posted on our Facebook page under Mesa Kinetic Research LLC. Our uh, phone number and shipping address is available on both of those platforms. Uh, you can follow me at, on Instagram at, at Vincent Buckles. And uh, I just wanted to uh, go ahead and uh, plug our build classes real quick, if you don't mind. Uh, sure, yeah. We've got a we've got a big build class, uh, probably, probably our flagship class we do every year. Uh, we do it in February or March. It sells out every time. It's a uh, three day three day class called Kalashnikov Essentials. It's myself, Larry Vickers, and my staff. Uh, we teach a two day build class here at the shop, and then it's a the third day is a uh, one day Vickers Tactical AK Operators class. So. Uh, if you contact us at our uh, phone number or email on the website or you visit Facebook, uh, you can get more information on all of that. I think we got about six class, six uh, spots left for the uh, 2019 class, and we normally sell out by July. Well, Vince, that's perfect because there's three of us sitting here, and what says no, uh, <laughs> yeah. no better uh, friendship and stuff than you know have us come down. That'd be great. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, we can take three of those slots. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, man, I mean, that, that would. Uh, that, <laughs> have a great time man it never fails to be a good time when larry comes to town that's right. right yeah jc you had a question oh, oh. Uh, well actually no so oh, okay. go ahead you did. Okay. No. You did. Yeah. well vince I, really thank you so much for jumping on and we we have to do it uh, sooner than another year i don't know if you heard uh, before you jumped on it's been one year to the date since you were on last time really so we, no kidding that's, that's yeah, no kidding yeah so we'll have to make sure that we make that a little more frequent and certainly um, hit us up on Facebook and email, and we'll post some stuff out there on our Facebook page to keep uh, this at the top of everyone's mind. But, folks, if you're looking for a true AK-47 and you want something that's going to go and, and built by the experts. And go and go and go. The so, one that we got in uh, that Vince and his group uh, made uh, last time after the show, it, it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. And I did, I did the one question I had that I didn't ask is, is Vince, uh, any other caliber besides 762 by 39 do you recommend for the AK? Well, and Vince, we might have to follow oh, up follow on that. Up yeah, that because they're okay. going to give We're me the signal. We're coming to a hard break here. That's so. right. Okay, so sorry. Vince Buckles with us. Just phenomenal if you want to reach him. Uh, Mesa uh, Tactical is our Mesa Kinetic Research, rather. And uh, we'll post that on our Facebook. Thanks for spending the last week with us. Happy Mother's Day, Happy folks. Mother's Day. Catch you next week on Target.